Welcome to Home of the Brave. I'm Scott Carrier. I'm going to call this piece a photo essay of Nevada, kind of like the magazine Arizona Highways, except it's Nevada and there are no photos, only audios. Interviews with people I met driving around out there over a period of years, decades, the basin and range. It's the least populated region in the lower 48, a desert with 150 mountain ranges separating 100 basins. Not valleys with a river running through, but basins where the water that comes down from the mountains either sinks into the ground or evaporates into the air. It's a harsh environment, good in some areas for wide-ranging cattle and sheep, but not much else. There used to be valuable minerals like gold and silver in the mountains, but most of those mines closed a long time ago. This land is so desolate and remote that we used to use it for testing nuclear bombs. In the 1950s and 60s, we blew up a hundred nuclear bombs out there in the open air, just a hundred miles north of Las Vegas at the Nevada test site. Now the test site has an Air Force base where people pilot drones that drop bombs on the other side of the world. To me, Nevada, the basin and range, is a topography of violence and loneliness. My name's Ed Grusevich, and we're at the Squaw Valley Ranch. Galconda. These are dehorners. These are emasculators for cutting their nuts off. This is where you change their mind from ass to grass. Well, did you grow up on a ranch? How'd you learn how to be a cowboy? Oh, because it's easy. Is it? That's a joke, right? <laughs> no, it is easy. I mean, you don't have a time clock to punch. You don't have to feed yourself. You don't have to worry about all kinds. There's a lot of things you don't have to. It's like, just like living at home as a kid or being in the service. Every, a lot of things are taken care of for you. You don't have to worry about certain things. Why do you why do you do this instead? Because you you could do something else and make more money. Well, this is fun. I don't need money. We all get the same thing in the end, anyway. A lot of good, lots of toys do you when you're dead. So you just as well have fun. And this is fun. When you have money, you don't stick around here. What do you do? Go get drunk, spend it, get rid of it. Cowboys with money are too independent. If you got money, you can quit. How long does it take to spend to spend your money? Oh, hundred bucks a day easily. That's if you don't gamble. Don't take me very long. <laughs> Tuesday noon near Battle Mountain, a woman is hitchhiking with two dogs. She has blue eyes and is wearing brightly colored rags in tatters. Rhody, 60 years old. She has Alzheimer's and arthritis and works on a ranch taking care of sheep. The ones I take care of are between 75 and 100 sheep and goats together. And they're kept in a pen and 
the sheep herder lets them out, and you have to stay with them. Walk around with them then, and, and put them back in before dark. Well, so have you been following the news at all? Are you, uh, are you aware that the United States might be going to war in Iraq? No. You hadn't heard that? No. I don't read the newspapers or watch TV. What about the attack on New York and Washington last year, September 11th? You must have heard about that. I didn't hear about it. Oh, come on. Really? Really. You don't know what happened? I didn't hear. I don't, I don't watch TV or read the newspapers, ever. I'm always outside. I'm, always, I'm mostly always traveling or camping outdoors. And I don't, I don't ever read the newspaper. I never watch TV. And actually, I, I didn't hear about it. Two planes flew into the World Trade Center towers in New York City, and one flew into the Pentagon. Another one crashed in Pennsylvania. You didn't hear about that? No. Really? No, I didn't. Huh. Um, and then the United States went to war in Afghanistan. I hadn't heard. I'm not really, I'm not materialistic. I'm a homeless person, and I love the outdoors. I love the desert. What do you like about the desert? I like the sand and the sage bushes, the shrubberies, the wildlife. The deserts are like my home. The deserts are beautiful to me. Tuesday, 10 a.m., Crescent Valley, Nevada, on the Western Shoshone Reservation. Elder Carrie Dan. The Arab people are something like the indigenous people here in the United States. The strong goes over and build homes on their land and take it by, probably, as they say in the United States, by gradual encroachment. I know how it feels that, you know, to have your land taken by just because somebody builds a house over here and say, you know, we've taken over your land. That's basically the same thing that's happening in Israel. And uh, I think the Israeli people or the the Jewish people should return those lands to the Arabs. And uh, if this war with Iraq starts, I think the United States is just going to have more problems with more Arabs in the different areas because... There's no way you can stop terrorism. Uh, you may put all your armies and things and uh, you know, go out and kill innocent men, women, and children, but you're not going to stop terrorism because terrorism starts from the minds of men and women. It's, it's, a, it's a psychological warfare that's being conducted because that is the only way they can strike at a mighty power. And they put fear into the mighty power. And it, it, I don't think it's going to be solved with arms. So, c- could you start? Could you tell me your name and where we are? My now? name's Chris Larue, and I'm from Tonopah, Nevada. I graduated high school here in 1980. All right. So, what do you know about what's going to happen here in June? In June, when they get they set off the explosives down there, they're trying to they're trying to do an implosion test on a, a cave. They're trying to make a cave cave in from an above ground bomb. That's what I know. How do you feel about it, what they're gonna do? Well, we don't have any choice. 
We have no choice whatsoever. It's going to happen anyway. They don't ask us. It just passes federally, and federal government shoves it right down our throat. It, it's called blackmail. They blackmail you with it. I can't talk to you about any of that. How come? I can't. I just, I don't know anything about it. There's nothing out there. There's nothing out there. I can't say that. I, I, I can't talk to you about it because I could be, I could be killed because of it. Anybody around here could. We don't talk about stuff that goes on around here. We don't know. Do you understand that? Okay. Nevada is pockmarked with ghost towns. You see signs on the highway that say historic this and historic that, and what they mean is that in the 1850s or in the 1890s, 10,000 white men lived there for three years and then vanished. This is Nevada's history, boom and bust, a million holes in the ground. Solitary miners out wandering around the desert looking to get rich, or just out looking because they don't want or know how to do anything else. I met one one day, an old timer, I was trying to find a way up to Granite Peak in the Wasak Range. I drove up his road and stopped at his trailer. His name was Harry Nyleen, and he must have been close to 80 years old. If it hadn't been for greedy persons, greedy ones, why, I would be a multi-millionaire. And that's no lie. Right up here, there's at least $20 billion worth of gold alone, just the gold values in, in this property. I've had this property on just about on the verge of going into production, and uh, some greedy person had threw the monkey wrench in it uh, just to get, get it for themselves. And if they wouldn't have been so greedy, they would have made millions. Well, I don't understand. I mean, if someone comes along and says, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll buy you out of this mine, well, I'll give you the money, why don't you take them up? What, what's, why don't you say, this is my uh, price and uh, you I, can have it? I'm, I'm past that age of being able to sell it for this reason. They look at me and they say, oh, well, we just wait a while, he's going to die and we'll tell it for nothing. Huh. Is that's, that true? They will have it for nothing? That's the way the big companies are. Do you think if your health was better, you could make a lot of money here? Huh? You, do you think if your health was better, you could make well, a lot of money? It's beyond me as far as that goes. I'm just waiting for some young person that comes along that, uh, that uh, believes in the United States and, and turn it over to him. You'd sell it or just give it to him? I'll just give it to him. Really? Why, sure. Is a man you'll hear about most every place you go. Never was much bothered by the process of the law. 
Hired out to Diamond Joe, boys I did offer him my hand Give me a string of horses So they could not stand I like to start the death bar He did mistreat me so Never saved a dollar in a paved diamond door. Well, I tried three times to quit him, boy, but he did argue so that I'm still punching. Cattle in the pay of Diamond Joe And when I'm called up yonder And it comes my time Give my blankets to my buddies And give the fleas to Diamond all right so could you introduce yourself and say where we are now describe where we we're standing hi my name is troy johnson we're south las vegas boulevard in front of the melee bay and which is where the shoot, shooting happened actually we're looking directly out the window yeah, you can still see one. I mean, there's a window we're looking at, and then there's one just around the corner that are broken out. Uh, doesn't look like 32 floors up, but I guess it is 32 floors up. I think it's higher than that. Really? <laughs> I think it's higher than that. And so, are you from Las Vegas? Yes, sir, I am. And you were saying just a minute ago that you were here when it happened. I was here exactly. I thought they were filming a movie. Me and my nephew, he's a security guard up here. That's my auntie. And uh, we're standing on the corner, and all of a sudden, we saw these tracers coming out of the window. You know, we thought they were filming a movie. And a uh, guy sticks his head out, gets right in front of the window, puts his hands up, Arr! and he just started. It was a foof, foof. Then all of a sudden, and they started coming out. I mean, the bullets were coming out by the hundreds. They were coming out by the hundreds. You saw the guy standing in the window? Right, directly at that window right there. That oh. window right there. It's about, you think it's a quarter mile away from I here? I would say so. I would say so. A little less. But it was nighttime. You could still see a guy? Oh, yes, sir. Window, it was bright. The windows were bright. And the, um, the bullets, the bullets were just, they were like a bright yellow, like a bright yellow. Huh. The only reason I know it was Tracer is because I'm ex-military, and they just kept on coming, kept on coming, kept And they were light. They are bright. It was just, looked like aliens flying through the sky. Really? And as he was shooting, the police kept on coming, and he did not stop. So what's it been like? It's, so it's Wednesday morning now. It happened Sunday night, right? So this is like the third day. After. This is the first day Las Vegas Boulevard has been open. Oh, really? Yes, sir. This street right here? Yes, sir. Yeah, one thing they didn't say on any of the news reports was that he was shooting over Las Vegas Boulevard, shooting over the busiest street. Directly over Las Vegas Boulevard. He was not trying to hit nobody on Las Vegas Boulevard. He was straight shooting for the fairgrounds. Huh. And you were standing here? I was standing right here and right there by the Motel, Motel AMT right there. 
Wait, so you're in the direct line of you, he could have shot over here, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, but he he wasn't he wasn't doing that. He huh. he his focus was on that concert. Huh. You could have hid behind this wall right here. Who, 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 why hide? Uh -huh. Nobody was hiding. Nobody was hiding. There was nobody was hiding. But people must have been running up here. From uh, no, sir. The only no people just walking, just walking normally, like just like these people here are walking right now. Okay, those bullets going to the fairground again. Everybody thought it was, it was, you know, we thought it was a movie. Huh. We thought it was a movie. So people weren't running along the no, street. No, sir. They were walking. They were walking. While he was firing. While he was firing. Wasn't that weird that people were just walking along? Well, no, not really, because these things happen in Vegas all the time. Okay? I mean, they, you, you, you see movie crews and things of that nature, but there simply was no movie crews. And so everybody just looking up, thinking it was an, a, like a regular, normal Las Vegas day. Huh. You know what I'm saying to you? It's just, it's just crazy, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much. I Anytime, sir. It. Anytime. Anytime. You've been listening to The Basin and Range on Home of the Brave. The song before about Diamond Joe was by Ramblin' Jack Elliott, recorded at the Cowboy Poetry Festival in Elko. And this song is Tara Lynn Thomas at a bar in Gerlach. He's going to sing here in a minute. I know I played the guy in Las Vegas for the last episode, but I've been having a hard time not thinking about it, what it says about our country. I think we're very violent and lonely people. There are some photos of the basin and range on our website, homebrave.com. Thanks for listening. Oh